Hi everyone, my name is Max and I'm one of the third year residents here at UC in the emergency department. For those that don't know, the way that our program is structured as third year residents, we are tasked with taking care of some of the sickest of the sick in our shock and resuscitation unit. You can imagine that we develop a lot of experience leading cardiac arrest resuscitations. And for this journal club, we really wanted to look at the latest literature involving out of hospital cardiac arrests. Uh, specifically, we wanted to focus on three main areas of interest, critical care, ultrasound, as well as social EM. I chose to cover a critical care topic pertaining to cardiac arrests, specifically focusing on which vasopressors to reach for once you've actually achieved ROSC on your out-of-hospital cardiac arrest patient. I found a paper that was published in the Intensive Care Medicine Journal in 2022 titled Epinephrine versus Norepinephrine in Cardiac Arrest Patients with Post-Resuscitation Shock. In this paper, Wolfram, Boijain, and colleagues sought out to compare the association of epi versus norepi use with outcomes of patients admitted to the ICU with post-resuscitation shock following a successfully resuscitated out-of-hospital cardiac arrest. This was a retrospective observational study where the primary outcome was actually all-cause mortality. Meanwhile, their secondary outcomes focused on neurological status at discharge, as well as cardiovascular-specific mortality, such as the occurrence of recurrent cardiac arrest or presence of refractory shock. The study involved a total of 766 patients from five different hospitals, all of whom needed vasopressors following ROSC for more than six hours despite receiving adequate IV fluids. This study actually excluded patients suffering a cardiac arrest secondary to trauma, to drowning, drug overdose, electrocution, and or asphyxiation. Furthermore, it excluded patients that required both epinephrine and norepinephrine, as well as patients requiring ECMO. Of these 766 patients, 63% of them received a norepinephrine infusion. The remaining 37% received an epinephrine infusion. Overall, about a third of patients survived to out-of-hospital discharge, and all-cause mortality was approximately 69%. In terms of primary outcomes, they found that patients receiving the epi infusion had a higher rate of all-cause mortality during their hospitalization. That was a total of 83% compared to 61% mortality in those receiving a norepinephrine infusion. In terms of primary outcomes, they found that patients receiving the epinephrine infusion had a higher all-cause mortality rate during their hospitalization, a total of 83% compared to just 61% mortality rate in those receiving a norepinephrine infusion. When looking at secondary outcomes, the epinephrine group had more deaths from a cardiovascular-specific mortality, and that was a total of 44% compared to 11%, and this included higher rates of death from refractory shock, as well as higher rates of recurrent cardiac arrest. Furthermore, the epi group had a lower frequency of favorable neurological outcomes, 15% compared to 37% of those being treated with epinephrine. These results were pretty damning for epinephrine, but the group receiving epinephrine infusion also seemed to be sicker at baseline. For instance, the epi group actually had a longer mean time to ROSC, 25 minutes compared to 20 minutes. Furthermore, they had a lower incidence of an initial shockable rhythm, 44% in the epi group compared to 57% in the nor epi group. Furthermore, if you look at some of the data, you'll notice that the epi group had higher initial lactate levels, lower arterial pH, and a lower systolic blood pressure. The authors actually realized these differences in characteristics between the two groups and performed a propensity analysis to adjust for confounders, which ultimately showed similar findings to the data that I just presented. 
Overall, this was a large cohort study. It makes me think twice before reaching for epinephrine in a patient that just achieved ROSC and is now suffering from post-resuscitation shock. Nonetheless, I think we need more data going forward and hopefully a randomized clinical control trial in the future.